0: and international friendly. Joining me to talk again about the preseason, some additional transfer window moves, we've got
1: Nathan. You guys need to learn about the rhythm of podcasts. We have lots to talk about always. Abby. Nathan's kind of judgy. Well, it's just like Phil's like, oh, we're going to talk about preseason again. Abby's like, we don't have anything to talk about. There's always stuff to talk about.
2: I wrote the whole rundown, man.
1: We also
0: have our man from Hanoi, Chris. Hello, everybody. Chris has things to talk about. Friendly We're gonna have things. to ask
1: Chris to maybe turn the volume down a little bit, though.
0: Fix it in post. I guess the
1: big news to
0: start off with rumored in the last pod, but official now Nico Joachini gone. Moved to Serie B Team Como and some numbers. 1907. Yeah. I wish him well. Glad he's gone. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be unpopular Whoosh. among some
1: listeners. He was uh, never my favorite.
0: Never like, your favorite. He did contribute. If we look at City's goals over the season, we've now lost a significant number of those goals and not really replaced them.
1: Well, maybe. I feel like Nico scored a lot of goals, but they were all junk goals.
0: Remember that one he like
1: he took from Leuven the pe- the penalty. That's exactly what I'm thinking about. I also didn't he get a goal like that was real questionable. We don't need By this questionable, negativity. Questionable? Do you
0: mean beautiful? Because he had that one where he, like, the no, indie like, kick in that he, like, chipped over
3: his shoulder. I was,
1: no, I'm thinking of, like, it should have been offsides or a foul,
3: like, nine different ways. <laughs> it got reviewed in the booth for minutes and minutes, and it was like, was it a handball or right what actually happened it was a goal line just mess and he got the credit i remember that
1: yes thank you chris
2: looking back on our favorite nico goals my favorite so he had the one that was like he made the attempt it was rebounded by the goalkeeper and then he like managed to get back to get his own rebound and it went in that was a good one but yeah Nico, gone to Como 1907. Uh, They had their first match uh, since he has been on the team. He made it onto the field, I guess like onto the bench of players that could have gone into the game, but did not actually play. Um, They did a lot of social media press 1907. There were like videos of him wrapped in an American flag and they're definitely doing a big social media push about it.
1: Here's the thing. Like they, they made a post like, hey, you can stream all of our games and stuff. There is no way that we can emotionally and just physically follow every player who leaves this. Like we I, can't, we can't have that this. many teams. We
2: can't right large, right?
1: It's the only one we've <laughs>
3: next got right year, now. No. Well, maybe no, next week. I mean, no, but this, at this moment, certainly we can, there's only one guy we got to follow really that is in a, of any consequence. We can do that. We don't have a Serie B team we didn't that we have, follow.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even think we have a Serie A team to follow. Do we?
3: I sort of
1: follow um, AC Milan.
2: Who was the national team that we... Pl- like, we went to the national team game against, like, Uzbekistan?
1: Uz- I did go to that one.
2: Uzbekistan had a player that plays for, I think it's Cagliari. So now I've sort of adopted Cagliari, I think.
1: Like. Worth pointing out, and maybe Chris pointed this out in the last episode, Sari B, lower ranked than MLS. So you could argue he has taken a step back in the world.
2: And after this last game... They lost. They are now down to fourth and out of promotion status I mean, currently.
1: So I think we
0: do need to be actively rooting for them to get promoted because I think we get more money if they get promoted. Is that is right? it based
1: on promotion or is it individual? I don't, um, performance
0: I, don't I, don't think, I don't know that that was disclosed. If it has been, I've not read it. <laughs> I don't think the of deals have been that. disclosed. Um, just that there were performance targets. So, yeah, it could be individual, but presumably promotion.
3: My take is that this is something that's good for every party involved. Como, obviously very excited to have a young, dynamic player who, or goals is technical uh, sound. Nico is going to go somewhere uh, in Europe, in continental Europe, where he can showcase his talents on arguably a bigger stage and a bigger shop when he's next, if he's not promoted with Como next year. Yeah? And City pockets some money. I know that... In our Discord, we've discussed how it's really not that much. But I'm of the mind that we have seen what Lutz can do with 350000 in budget. If he spends two or even three, maybe three times that much, I think that we're going to get a really special player that's going to be worth every penny. of that. I'm excited to see. I think it worked out for everyone. The timing was perfect. And now there's a, less of a logjam up front on our roster.
0: And American flag aside, I mean, Nico grew up in Italy. He is... As if not more Italian than American. I don't think that's true.
2: He was certainly very excited to go back.
0: Didn't he grow up in Italy? I think he
1: spent four years there. Mm. Speaks Italian, has a passport. Yes. Um, I'm I'm looking at the rundown. I I, I just feel like I I want to strongly, whoops, sorry, my card. I want to strongly push back because this is an MLS podcast and we should be defended at all times. This is a step down for him in all ways. It's a smaller team, smaller stadium, smaller viewership, smaller world. Now, there is a chance they get promoted to Serie A and then immediately get relegated. Their stadium has 13,000 seats. My guess is they don't sell it out. Um, I think he, I think he personally screwed up, but maybe it'll work out for him. I'm glad he's gone because I didn't like him. And I'm glad we have money because I agree with Chris that we can that we can use it better. And towards the end of the season, as we talked about, he wasn't getting playing time. And sure, he he made up some of our goals. But I think that was just by being the striker on the team at the time. And had we had a different person in that role, maybe we that person would have gotten more goals than Nico did because they would have decided to, like, stay on their feet for most of the game. So good riddance. And we move on. Cannot. I was cannot
3: accept that. Not yeah. good riddance. We will miss you. You will always have a place in our heart Nico. Thank you for your contributions to the club, but they will always be I'm going to second that one.
2: I do think it's interesting looking at the dollar amounts on this. So I, I am not somebody who tracked MLS prior to St. Louis getting a team. Um, but so I was reading a little bit about like what were the highest dollar amount transfers and even what were sort of like just normal transfers for players going to Europe. And this was a fairly low dollar amount transfer. I mean, it, it is nice. It's money. It's money that we got essentially for free, right? Nico was somebody that we got in the expansion draft. Um, so it's certainly you know better than nothing. Um but it's. I,
0: I, I thought you were going to say the opposite, which is this is a shockingly large amount of money <laughs> for a player that we picked up for nothing. He was unprotected in an expansion draft a year ago, and yeah. we flipped him within a year for two million plus.
2: I, I guess my point wasn't anything about Nico, and more my surprise at how large some of the like MLS to Europe transfers that I had never heard of, like players. I don't know more informed soccer watchers than me probably have heard of, but folks I've not heard of who are not getting huge amounts of playing time in Europe have gone for much higher dollar amounts. Um, so yes, very exciting flipped it from nothing to millions of dollars for Nico to go to a team that he wanted to go to. Um, I, I like, I agree with the, we will miss Nico. I think it's good to get the money. I don't feel a huge amount of devastation about the loss for the team. I think it'll be interesting to see how we reshape, um, uh, perhaps we should move on to other uh, moves that have been made with
1: players? 0%, 0% miss Nico. And I think <laughs> we should, we should, before we move on, keep in mind. So it's a small amount of money for a player that we got for zero amount of money. Maybe he's just not a good player. Like though, the world seems to be saying he's not that great and we should be happy that he's gone because let's, I don't think this, that's what I, a $2 million transfer. It, it, it absolutely to... is. It, it, Two million
0: dollars is puts nothing. Him towards the top of what our roster would get.
1: Think back to like, all the games we
0: were sitting there.
1: There are probably three
0: or four other players. And like Nico. Yes, I did not like Nico flopping, but I think there are not that many other players who would get a larger transfer fee moving to you know a European league on our on our team.
3: When he was scoring in that window, uh, I think is in the summer, early summer, he was well outperforming his XG. Uh, And except for that one case that you mentioned earlier, where he, uh, Abby, where he took the shot that was wide open and put it right at the keeper and underperformed his XG massively in that moment and then spun up and then took a much more difficult shot overperforming his XG in that second moment. Um, In that segment of games where he really racked up all his goals, he was massively overperforming. And then he massively underperformed to finish out the season, the last 10 or 12 games. So he's a player of high variance. We know that Nate does not like high variance. And I think that in a lot of ways, he didn't fit our sort of hectic kinetic style of up and down play. And whenever he went down, the game would slow down. The opponents would get a, a breather. Mind you, we did score a lot from set pieces and he did generate a lot of free kick opportunities with his arguably unnecessary going to ground at times but best of luck nico in italy i think uh
0: he was he was genuinely a very nice person with the team Uh, i'm gonna he i think went to miggy's graduation which brings us to our next segment perez being loaned out to a usl team birmingham i think is that right
2: yeah, he played his first game yesterday. He uh, actually was playing he, he was playing pretty far forward, which is interesting. It's not where he plays. I did not actually watch the game. I followed st- uh, sort of posts about it on Twitter. Watched when it. does
0: the USL season run?
1: Couldn't tell you that.
0: Okay, yeah. Also, ready.
1: this is just proving what I was saying. There's not enough time or emotional energy to follow these players. Like, we've got Nilsson somewhere. Jensen okay. is somewhere. Now Perez... And then I got Nico. Like, I just can't. So
2: Perez is in the same situation that Adenarin was in last season, which is a player who has been loaned out to USL team to make sure that they are still getting playing time. I would argue that it was good to have kept some amount of attention on Adenarin, given that he is now back with the first team
1: and one of our one of your favorite players. Um, Look, players that are loaned out, I have a little bit more energy, but not a lot a bit more energy like that's why
3: people record podcasts so they can bring in all these you know strands of information from different teams that you need to know about and that's exactly what we're doing right now we do that
0: for them it is shocking
3: that he's already played in a usl game
1: like was it a preseason?
0: but like we don't bring that much information (laughs) oh i believe
1: so i believe if uh correct me if i am wrong last year in the US Open Cup, Birmingham FC won a match against an MLS team, and it was the first time a team from Alabama had beaten a top tier professional team in the United States.
0: So you led that with correct me if I'm wrong. So you're anticipating one of us has like a fact check on that real time? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. One of my employees is from Alabama and talks about Alabama a lot. So. Well, maybe he can start following Perez. Uh, this
0: this USL seems like a good move across, across the board with Durkin coming in. Perez was he was who was already not going to be getting minutes is
1: definitely not going to be getting minutes. Um, you know, I think it's a good move. He probably wasn't MLS ready last year.
0: No, and he you know showed signs of that at times where you know it was clear he needed to learn and have more experience. And this is a good. But way are we to thinking do
3: that? that- USL is a step up from uh, MLS Next Pro. Yes.
0: I think in the football pyramid in the US, which kind of exists. Yes, um, USL, yeah, is, a USL second. is the second tier. Next Pro is the third tier. Yeah.
3: Well, then good. He'll get regular minutes, ideally, uh, I assume, assumed by involved in the loan, and it'll be at a higher level.
1: And he said he Excellent. was um, looking forward to getting to know the city of Birmingham.
0: Anyone got any Birmingham facts you can hit us with? Has anyone ever been to Birmingham?
1: I broke my foot in the state of Alabama. Okay. Um. I I think I'm looking up. I'm looking it up here. Yeah, they beat Charlotte, Birmingham last year in the round of sixteen. Beat Charlotte one nothing, and then lost to Inter Miami one nothing. So it was. It, I was. I was correct. First time. Bad. First. To, yeah. Um. First time a uh, team from Alabama did all that stuff I just said. I think it'll be good for him. I, I think my question is if we think we'll ever see him back here.
0: With our current roster, I don't really see it. But, you know, two years from now, if we have some he, different setup. He gains like 30 progress, pounds of
3: muscle and some tactical awareness of the ball. I definitely see That's that a lot. news
0: on Jose Kojima.
3: He reported to camp, right? He got his work permit.
1: All right.
2: He did not play in the first preseason match. Maybe is a good time to transition to chatting about that.
1: Are we done talking about Birmingham? In Birmingham... Oh, I do have a Birmingham fact. In Birmingham, they love the governor. What? Chris got it.
3: It's one of those shows again. It's on
1: It's a line from Sweet Home Alabama. Birmingham, they love the governor. That's our Birmingham fact. We'll have a weekly Birmingham fact for as long as Miguel Perez is loaned out to them. We'll also have a Lake Como... Minute to go with the Wednesday minute. We'll do a Jensen <laughs> Jensen story hour. Um, hour an hour for
3: Jensen. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> who else is, Do we have loaned up? Oh Pedro Pedro, Pedro. Uh, the the Pedro Porque? I don't know. I'm struggling guys.
2: You have really committed to the bit though.
1: I mean, you've known me your entire life. You know that I commit to the bit. Let's pre-season talk about this match preseason against yeah. Nashville. Can we Nashville, first City. talk about they beat us in the regular season? The irritation of how MLS is doing the preseason. Because I'm actually kind of legitimately angry about it.
2: What do you mean how you MLS mean? is? I feel like teams are doing very, very different strategies.
1: But that's all controlled by the MLS. I'm
2: pretty sure it's controlled by
1: like, uh, like Inter-Miami. We, we can't watch. But right, Inter-Miami, all of their games are televised. So we just followed this game on Twitter. By the way, hit us up at STL City Press on Twitter. Inner Miami
2: well, is, like, playing, like, all over the world, and so they are quickly running through uh, their team with some pretty significant injuries.
1: And nothing delights me more than that. <laughs> New sponsor, Urgent Cares. <laughs> I would recommend not going to the one I went to in Alabama because my foot is still not healed and has a, my skin is discolored. Probably permanently. I went to the same urgent
2: care when I got stung by a stingray on the same trip and it got like insane billing months and months later. So I'm going to agree with him. Do not go to the urgent care that neither of us can probably
1: name. Yeah. And does that stingray bite still hurt?
2: It. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. Also, don't get stung by a stingray. It's horrible.
1: Yeah. New sponsor. Stingrayhunters.com.
0: Was was Hanny Mukhtar out there? At this he
1: game? He was
3: not. Hmm. I didn't see him on the, on the squad list. I what about Shuttlecock? He scored the opening goal. For- Ooh, we don't like him. That's Nashville. a
0: Shaffelberg. Is that his real name? Yeah. He's super fast. These are things I know
2: about Nashville. <laughs> you, you went to a Nashville game, right?
1: I know. We lost. <laughs> it was, I was thinking about that game yesterday because remember how we were sitting next to um, whose girlfriends were we sitting next to? It was AZ. And it might've been Josh Bell. Wasn't it Josh? wife?
0: Lunt's wife. I don't
1: know. We were sitting Lunt's... in front of Lunt's wife. I believe AZ's girlfriend was sitting to the right of me. And I think it was Bell. Four rows in front of us were some very, very excited Vasilev family.
0: I mean, that's just, you know, that runs in the family.
1: You know, <laughs> yeah, that I can
3: yeah. That. That
0: All right. Boring. We can't keep the listeners in suspense. They may not know what happened in this game. Uh, City got a two-two tie draw with Nashville
1: SC. What do we think about that?
3: It's preseason. Exactly. We didn't watch the game, so you know. Just talking about preseason. Yeah.
2: I think it's so. Both of the goals came from the in the second half. So the Carnell uh, made a complete swap of the roster, the the lineup at half, um, and it was not our starters who scored the goals.
0: But like, I watched like a really bad iPhone video from the sideline.
2: Ground level views of soccer, are just the worst.
1: <laughs> but Celio looked great.
2: He did. He got the assist on the goal that then Vasilev
1: scored. So here's yeah. the thing. We we say our starters, which, yeah, they started the game. But I'm looking at the lineups like Adenarin, Celio, Vasilev, Yarrow, Nilsson. Like it was a pretty good second half lineup, too. Which... So,
2: so let's look back. What What was the starting lineup? for our preseason match against Nashville.
1: Well, apparently it was Berkey, Nerwinski, Parker, Hebert, Watts, Blom, Ostrak, Leuven, Jackson, McSorley.
2: McSorley? Out not of a left player. field.
1: And Klaus. I mean, that's not
0: like, we. I think we read nothing into that. It's not like our expectation is that's the starting no. lineup exactly this is just a random yeah throw some guys out there preseason
1: exactly i've played football manager this is what you do you just throw stuff together and at halftime you swap it because you're just trying to get you're just playing around with things
2: i'm just saying this podcast was on record saying we would never hear the name yeah mcsorley whatever his first name is ever again
1: brendan is it brendan was marty mcsorley a hockey player in the 90s
2: Anyway, that was one week ago or a week and a half ago, whatever, and now here we go, starting up front with Klaus.
1: Maybe maybe they're gonna to touch tips. <sighs> it's
3: not how you say yeah. that. Marty
1: McSorley is a former Canadian professional hockey player from nineteen eighty three to two thousand. That's a long Something time. Something interesting
3: is that uh our Icelandic friend Thorison here is playing on the right in this formation.
0: And without a head, as always.
3: Also, without a headband. Maybe he's freed by being um, having removed the headband. And That's just a he, picture. Uh, he assisted as well.
2: He I'm, cut- just,
0: I'm actually just repeating stuff that Tom Timmerman said on oh. his
1: podcast. He, so. did,
2: didn't he cut his hair? Didn't Thor cut know. his hair?
1: Uh, Tom Timmerman had a lovely article about Celio. He did. Talking about how this is potentially a big year for him. I hope that is the case. Uh, speaking of... Um, oof. Bad segue. We have a listener email about this game, actually. So I think now would be the time to address <gasps> the question. Do we have our sound effects for listener emails? You've got mail. What? <laughs> is that so what we're yes. going
3: with? Okay. I don't, I don't know know if I'm going allowed to do now that. Now and forever that after, that is the sound effect for listener mail. I was going to go with this.
1: Alright. This is from listener Helen. You may recall her from Last week's emails. The title of the email is who's wearing number eight. She said the team posted a video on Facebook of one of the goals in the Nashville pregame. I think she meant preseason game at 14 seconds. There's a city player wearing number eight on his Jersey. It's not Stroud. Um, I think she would like to know who that is.
0: She may also feel greatly offended that (laughs) someone else was wearing Stroud's number, which
1: Um, she, she did state that she had increasing respect for Stroud later in the season. Um, she wants to know who the player is and state that there are many other numbers remaining that he could choose to wear. Uh, she also would potentially like to know who was wearing number 63. So, Abby. Durkin is our new number eight. Ooh, Mr. Donut himself. That makes sense, because two donuts on top of each other make an eight. I'm sure that's the reason.
0: And, uh, I mean, has he worn that number, like, his whole career, you know? that's
1: Or is he just coming in and making a statement? Is he saying he wants to be the number eight?
2: Durkin um, was number eight on DC United, I believe. No, he was 20, 21. It's hard to say. Hmm. It appears that he was number 21 on DC United, but there is a picture of him in a number eight jersey on his
1: Twitter account.
2: I don't know. He was either 21 or eight. Maybe he changed numbers.
1: They're well, listen, to to Helen, I hope that clears it up. It was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duncan, I don't know. Donut s- Durkin. Six-
2: so that Totland is our other new guy who played. Well, It could have been
1: Marty McSorley.
2: So I think he got, was he 14? I feel like I remember somebody getting 14. And then the other, so maybe McSorley was our 63.
0: Just who is Wenzel? That's, that's what we really want to know. There's a name right. listed on this lineup of Wenzel.
1: I believe he is the pretzel man. Wenzel's right? pretzels.
0: Yeah. Dirk and Donuts and Wenzel Pretzel.
3: I actually don't that's know who Wenzel answer. is. Chris? It's not a good sign when you're bringing the pretzel man off the bench in a preseason friendly. That's all I got. Wetzel is 2-2 a draw.
2: central defender uh, who prefers playing left slash center, according to St. Louis S- uh, STL City dot com. City two. City two. Mm,
1: okay. I think a two two draw is a great outcome in that it doesn't matter. But it was nice to score some goals. Better to score goals than not score.
3: Any concern for you, Nate, that the goals were scored in the second half by traditionally non scoring players or non playing no, players?
1: Because my two favorite players were on the pitching. Okay. Celio and it? Adenarin. Yes. But
2: the goals were by Vasilev and Adenarin, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Assisted by Thorsten. B-
1: and we're a big yeah. fan of Vasilev historically on this podcast. So I think I'm I think we're totally fine with it.
3: Are we a fan of him as a second
1: half team? Maybe. I think what you could do is you could take players from the first half team and the second half team, put them together, and you got yourself a stew going on. What is the next preseason game? Revolutionary concept,
0: that one.
1: There's no no way to know.
0: (laughs) Just until, until someone starts tweeting about it.
2: There is a game coming up on... February 3rd against the LA Galaxy. If anyone is in LA, there are tickets, it seems, to this on StubHub. Um, Hmm. I I debated possibly flying out and then came to my senses.
1: Did you come to your senses or did Phil and I both just say no? You actually didn't say no. You just ignored me. I think if one of us had said yes, you would have been going, though. hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Now that we
0: know there's a chance to see Wenzel out
1: there, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Do you think, can you get a Wenzel jersey? I mean, you can get anything made by... (laughs) soccer master
0: so abby uh, you were expressing some um i don't know some emotion about the fact that we do not have our new jersey
1: out
2: yet so the there was a leak of like essentially all of the new jerseys for almost eafc
1: right like the game leaked it
2: yeah like there were so there are these like really pixelated views because like somebody like took screenshots of this game um ours didn't leak it's like the only one
1: I think that just speaks to the rock-solid, tight-lipped ship that STL City runs. No
3: leaks Maybe ever. just ask Manuel Veth if you if he can okay. get the jersey <laughs> and he'll get it. That's,
1: that's a good point.
2: We'll be exciting to see what that new jersey looks like. There was a wide array of ones that were quite nice looking. The uh, new Philadelphia Union jersey was quite snazzy. The new... Oh God! What like Toronto? One of one of the Canadian teams that I always forget exists had a
1: horrible, horrible looking jersey. You know what? You forget Montreal exists, exists, but and they none of them should. Also, I got a real problem, guys. We are going to get decisions today. A widely held view
3: on this pod. Maybe fifty percent of the pod thinks the Canadian team should not exist. You
1: know how I don't believe in Houston? I did
3: not know that. (laughs) Continue.
1: It turns out I'm going to a game in Houston. I don't know what I'm going to do.
2: Are you going uh, to like that first? No. Aren't we aren't it's they the first team we're I'm playing?
1: going I'm going in May, although it's possible like if Texas does secede, I may not go.
3: Because I don't have That's a passport. Yeah, you wouldn't have a visa. You would yeah. Right.
2: Presumably also like civil war, good reason to keep away.
0: No, but oh. I think you have some political views that would
1: probably not they don't they wouldn't allow you in, Dude. I don't think. Texas. I think any of us are not getting in Texas if that happens.
2: And I think that really speaks to all of our characters.
0: Um,
1: All right,
2: I hear Chris has... Oh,
1: go ahead. Well, yeah, we didn't talk about... I mean,
0: are we expecting... There were some rumors that quickly got dashed about kind of signings, replacements for Nico. Do we think a Nico replacement signing happens?
1: The speed with which those rumors got dashed makes me think no.
2: Like, they got dashed. So we actually tried to make a move for somebody...
1: A German team.
2: In Germany. Um, So this is somebody who's... we should have a name. I uh, was. he's going to be a. Is that just a German name or is it actually the name?
0: He's not coming, so just it
1: does a German matter.
2: name. So he's going to be a free agent come summer. So like we could get him for free come summer, assuming nobody else wanted him. But the his team wanted quite a bit of money for him now before the summer. Kind of dumb and, for
1: them not to take money, like any amount of money for a player you're going to lose for nothing. Well, and this is why
0: the transfer market makes no sense to me.
1: But I mean, that's the same in like baseball, you know, teams will at the trade deadline trade a player who's out of at the who's out of contract at the end of the year to someone who's trying to win a World Series like right now.
2: So it was an interesting move. I mean, I think like he sort of fit the profile of players that Lutz looks at
1: in that he was Germanic.
2: Yeah. And like nobody's heard of him and sort of in that sort of solidly low to mid tier price range. Yeah. um, He fit our mold. Uh, so not like devastated that that didn't go through because I know nothing about this guy, even his name It indicates like we were looking at doing something. I've not heard like, have there been any rumors since then? I don't think anything that's leaked. Yeah. So who knows? It's like clearly they're they're willing to try and make some moves and that striker
1: sort of position. I'm oh. noticing the- that Dior didn't make it onto the pitch for the preseason game. Dior. Christian. Dear, calling him Dior. Christian. Is, is he not here yet? I don't know what the story is there. I think we're probably trying to find someone, but we won't. So
3: technically does the speaking transfer? the trade window was, doesn't actually open until two days from now.
1: I believe it was um there was a statement that was made that we are not going like emphatically not going to use our third DP slot. So well, that's
3: been the the company <sighs> line since the beginning of the team, right? I know, but it's just sad.
2: I sort of got it as the company line, I guess. Like in year one, I guess I don't get it as that. like, I I always envisioned that that was a relatively short time frame company line, as opposed to just like, we're never going to do it. And I I wasn't sure how to interpret the comments that came out of the team as like, does it just mean never? Or is it still like, we've got this plan. Let's wait and see where we are at the end of this year.
3: I think it means. It's just are such some a bizarre like financial and logistical disincentives to doing it. Doesn't it eat up U 22 initiative slots or something, or there's like some thing you can't do and do pick up, a, but who knows what that is. Probably some other podcast.
1: I've got to get going soon. So why don't we, why don't we tend towards wrapping this up with Chris's
3: theory? Okay. Um, here it is. Louisville city SC will win the USL. Why? Because we are playing them in a preseason friendly. And the last team we played in a preseason was Bayer Leverk, who are going to the Bundesliga. Hmm. So teams that play St. Louis City FC in preseason friendlies and are not part of our league go on to win their respective... You don't think
1: on the last day of the season, Dortmund's going to do some BS and win it again? You mean Bayern, Bayern, I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah. Bayern. Um,
3: Possibly. Uh, But I think the bad juju that has infected... Harry Kane will be enough to keep that from.
1: Well, that's exciting. It almost happened last year, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was an exciting last day of
1: the season. I, I think you're right, Chris. Which is it's bad, bad news, news for Birmingham, for Miggy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Miggy. Miggy
0: but nothing can there. be done. That's so a theory. We'll see how that works out. Do we think we're going to get another pot in before the uh, Concacaf Champions game against Houston, or do we need to do some score predictions?
1: <laughs> we'll get another pot in. All right. We'll
3: get another pot in. I reckon we'll there'll be more business. Some we more have to
0: preseason discuss. games, maybe some more transfers, and look ahead to our first of four at least Houston games this year. Is that right?
1: We don't. We don't even believe in them. Like playing, <laughs> playing wizards or something.
2: Pixies. The team is heading off to Coachella here in the next few days. So best of luck to the team in California.
1: Enjoy the concerts.
2: I don't think it's aligned with the, the oh, festival they were going maybe no way to know
1: new sponsor we... Bonnaroo not a sponsor we'd take some tickets though all right talk to you guys next time all right Thanks for joining. see ya go city
3: go city